All right. Two TV Sports Tosh and Jerry podcast is back. I got Jerry here by my side as always. Talk some NFL playoffs. What a week it was. What a weekend to review. And what a weekend to preview. We've got Brady versus Rogers. We've got Mahomes versus Allen. It's live. Give you our NFL takes. Plus, today, Ted Carney is here. And you know what that means. It's carnage with Carney. It's back. Hockey's back. We're going to talk some NHL. Uh, Jerry, why don't you welcome Ted to the pod? Yeah, Ted, great to have you here, man. Our boy Brady, my upset of the week, winning last week. Love to see that out of him. Uh, Before hockey, the the GOAT, absolutely undisputed. Before we get into a little bit of hockey, dude, James Harden just traded. I guess it's a little bit of a week ago, but, uh, you know, we did want to talk about it on here. Uh, I mean, he looked great as usual. Dude, he looked like he dropped like 20 pounds uh, in his first game with the Nets in a week. he had a fat suit on. He definitely had a fat suit on. (laughs) That's what it looked like. That's how you get the team to trade you. This Nets team was is was ex- I mean, it was explosive. It is explosive. Like against the Bucks, I was watching that game. My Bucks, who I personally don't think stand a chance against this team. Like you've got three of the best offensive players in the game. Kevin Durant. I mean, I think he's the best player in the game. So yeah, I'm um, with you on that one. This is this is gonna it's gonna be tough to beat the Nets now. Does this trade like elevate them over the Lakers? I. I don't think so. I mean, but if you if you think about it, though, it's a kind of a superstar-driven league, and, like, the Lakers have two, definitely, and LeBron and AD. I would argue the Nets have two and a half. <laughs> Harden's <laughs> definitely one, although come playoff time, it's kind of debatable down the stretch. But KD, absolutely, and then Kyrie is the half. So, I don't know. I mean, if, I'm not, if I'm he not ready shows to, up, he is. But yeah, I mean, that I'm, is not ready if... to put, I'm not ready to put the Nets in the finals just yet, although I definitely don't think the Bucs are getting past them because the Bucs always have this regular season hype and they have a great regular season system. And then, you know, come playoff time, round two, three, they, they get, we're actually just round two. They don't elevate. So, I mean, I'm liking the Nets' chances right now, but don't sleep on my healthy, healthy Celtics. So, see how that plays out. Dude, we did beat you guys in round two that one year. So, we, we have gotten out of round two, but, dude, I... If you at the end of the day, Giannis is not as good as KD, and so it's it's just not gonna. The Bucks aren't gonna beat the Nets in a playoff series as much as I want to expect. You know, hope that that's gonna happen. Dude, I honestly think it's it's really the Nets, and I don't think it's that close in the East, to be honest. We'll see. We'll see. I will see how the defense goes, and uh, if Kyrie can assimilate the plane on that team. But uh, I mean. Even on kind of a bad shooting night from Kevin Durant against the Bucks, I mean, they still pull, found a way to pull that game out. So that's pretty scary. But uh, let's transition here to some NFL. Awesome weekend. The divisional weekend is my favorite round because you have quality games, two games a day. Uh, the Super Wild Card weekend was great, but it was just wall-to-wall coverage of football. I think the better games, a little bit trimmed down, divisional game, divisional round a little bit better. Uh, Browns, Chiefs, Mahomes, my boy injured it might be a neck thing not a concussion um let's get your thought on the games but i think i do think patty Mahomes is gonna play somehow even though there's no way he should apparently he was in practice today or getting back to practice i saw he was still in concussion protocol and for those who are wondering we're uh we're chatting about this on a tuesday tuesday of the uh, championship week so he he cleared something it's apparently it says he has a a tweaked nerve, which whatever that means, but 
I was reading something where it was like once you enter concussion protocol, you can't it's it's like not up to him or up to the team if he's gonna play. It's up to like the third party people. Um <clears throat> Yeah, really but it's the ma- championship game. he's gonna be out there. But that really made me question the line personally of the... force him to go out there. <laughs> Goodell wants him out there, that's for sure. I, I don't know. The third party list. The third party probably listens to, to Goodell, to be honest. But I was kind of questioning the line for next week. But dude, um, we'll get there. I had, I had Brown's money line in this game, and I was looking really good for a little bit there. And Baker Mayfield and the Browns just could not get the job done. Like, hey, when the Browns a- were down nineteen to three, you were looking good there. Or- when was that? I was looking good when the Browns were down by five with the ball with six minutes left after they just t- you know driven the length of the field, and it was looking really fucking good. And I was like, Browns plus three fifty. I was texting everyone, um, and and of course Baker didn't couldn't get the job done. This is why you don't pay him, Browns. Don't pay him a bunch of money. Baker looked and- awesome. It was Stefanski's decision to punt. I wouldn't have punted there, that's for sure. But did, did you really have that much confidence that Baker is going to drive the length of the field and score a touchdown there? I mean, I don't, also, you, you I don't think you're getting the ball back if you're – yeah. Dude, they should have went for it, but that good quarterback's not going to get in a fourth and seven situation. Like, I mean, that's just own. not true. No, there's – I mean – there's a litany of quarterbacks that would be in a fourth and seven situation just like that. I mean, if you play football long enough, that's going to happen. Like, guaranteed. I guess. I don't think that's on dude, Baker. I don't think that's I on just, Baker at all. I I'm, not even, I'm not even like a Baker defender. I don't care if the Browns resign him or not. I think he's one of those dudes that, like, if, another one of those guys that doesn't carry your team. But if you surround him with a good defense and playmakers, you know, you can go as far as the turnovers take you. So. What are your guys' thoughts on the uh, on the whole fumble through the end zone, helmet to helmet hit, that whole like controversy? I think it's a a dumb rule, but the dumber part is the missed helmet to helmet. Like that's just textbook, like what the league is trying to or claiming to try to get rid of, and they just didn't didn't call it. Yeah. I mean, the refs definitely officiated the rule properly where it's, it is a touchback. It's a dumb rule. They should get rid of it. I don't think anybody's arguing that. They, yeah, Tosh, after looking at it again, man, it was definitely a helmet to helmet. Should have been called. Wasn't. Um, potentially game-changing. Uh, I know that was, like, where it all turned around for the Chiefs, but who's to say, like, if that play doesn't happen, the Mahomes play doesn't happen. I don't know. It's a bunch of what-ifs at that point then, but I still like the Chiefs coming out of it regardless. Holy so. who- who's to say what would have happened after that, but you got to get the calls, right? Like, I don't know why it's so hard for the NFL to get calls, right? Like, every playoff like, too. And they're not, yeah, they're not even hard year. calls like the PI against the saints, which is hilarious. If you're not a saints fan, um, just scarring. If you are, um, the Dez catch, like, come on. I mean, it's just every couple playoffs. And, and now it seems like every year we have some controversial call. I feel like they can just have some third party person just, like in a controversial time like that, just buzz down to the refs and have the right call made because it's clearly and obviously the right call. And then just like, it doesn't need to be such well, a big thing. It doesn't thing. even just have to be like a right. third party. They could, they could just do it where, where the refs on the field, it's eligible to be reviewed. Like that's the only thing that needs to be changed. It, like, it's not like we're going to have more replays than we already have and slow the game down that much more. 
Um, I'd rather just get the call right as much as we bitch about, oh, they're going under the hood too long. Like, I mean, at the end of the day, if you get the call right, it's a better game, and it's fair that way. So, We're not quite to the NHL yet, but they do have a thing where there's like a you know situation room in Toronto where they're all watching like every single game and got all the angles and stuff. And if they see something that needs to be reviewed that the refs don't necessarily see on the ice, they can call into the stadium and be like, hey, uh, take a look at this one again. Exactly. Yeah. Like, is that really that foreign of an idea for the NFL to implement? <laughs> Given how much the NHL money can do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, all right. How about Bill's Ravens, Jerry? This was my lock of the week. I knew the Bills were going to win this game by two touchdowns. And Dude, that was a maybe it... snooze fest. Oh, my <laughs> yeah, God. It didn't go both, like both I had looked horrible. It looks so bad. <laughs> I mean, I... we're all talking about how Lamar and Josh Allen are electric and they like the new breed and, like, they're not hitting anybody. My God. And now the Dude, Bills. So, to be fair, the wind was crazy. Yeah. I think the wind That's really Buffalo, baby. <laughs> The wind, the wind had an yeah. impact, but also, dude, Lamar Jackson. Okay, but where's everyone, that Ravens run game everyone's talking about? How is Mark Ingram not suiting up? I don't understand anything that was happening with that Ravens offense. He's getting cut know. now. Yeah, just for salary. I don't understand the whole situation with Mark Ingram. It makes no sense to me. I think he was good last year because their offensive line was better, and this year he's lost a step, plus their line sucks, or is worse. And, and Dobbins is better. Yeah, and dude, everyone was on this Lamar bandwagon for some reason after he put up 20 points against a piss-poor Tennessee defense that every good team is – like, Joe Burrow shredded that defense. Um, no, no offense to Joe Burrow, but, dude, everyone shredded that Tennessee defense, and, uh, and, and Lamar put up 20 points, and everyone jumped on his back. Like, like Lamar has found his playoff success. He, it's the same Lamar. Uh, it's the same issues every year for him. No, like he's a good quarterback against bad defenses. Against good defenses, he's not going to be good. So I'm glad I picked Bills as my lock of the week. Finally, finally got a lock of the week. Down. I've been hitting those upsets. <laughs> finally, finally hit my lock. Um, but but yeah, I guess we got Bill Bills Chiefs. So we'll preview that a little bit later on in the pod. I'm gonna be pissed if Mahomes doesn't play. Uh come the championship game because i i'm very ready for josh allen to be exposed and uh so far he's, he's gone up against lamar in the playoffs such yeah. a hater big time big time hater of josh allen yeah i, so far, I don't know I mean, why you hate josh allen so much <laughs> yeah i think, think he's overhyped i'm not saying he's a bad quarterback i just don't think he's at the level that everyone is like sucking him off for i don't get that but you're also Mix. talking about mahomes in that same breath I do love sucking up Mahomes. He's great. <laughs> I really hope he suits up. Uh, I love watching that guy. I mean, you completion downfield, only Mahomes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad That's we true. have someone on the, on the, on the anti-Mahomes side finally on this pod. I've been used to discussing I, Mahomes. I, I love two of Mahomes. The biggest of- oh, my God. The the like ESPN coverage of him is like <laughs> That's LeBron in, what, dude. 2013 levels? Like... Uh, absurd that's what i'm saying what i I will say though as a as a lover of mahomes i am worried about him man i mean last year he dislocated his knee on a sneak (laughs) very odd play to dislocate your knee and this this time like it looked like he just got tackled like it wasn't helmet to helmet and his spine got stretched and snapped and he didn't know where he was and i'm worried for him now you know i want my guy healthy so uh, i'm I'm worried for him i don't want him to get hurt 
I'm glad he got his money though, because yeah. he does play kind of a reckless style. Reckless. So that's what Mahomes plays like, which is what I've been saying for weeks on this pod. And I one don't know, thing man, he was looking pretty tight while he was, was healthy. He wasn't. He already hurt. Yeah, dude. Exactly. <laughs> one. Yeah. Yeah. Andy that's Reed, the play, bro. Call. Maybe don't run your five hundred million dollar quarterback in in games where you're winning by sixteen points when you have Tyree Hill and Travis Kelsey. Like, is that? I, I mean, I think that's a pretty clear thing not to do is run speed options with Mahomes. Like, yeah, what? Especially with his toe, like you're saying, Ted. Like his toe yeah, is yeah. messed up. Even yeah. if he plays this week, he's not going to be a hundred percent. Yeah, dude, um, but, Romo was trying to allude to that. I don't. Did he have like a broken toe? Like, I don't know exactly sure what happened, but he definitely was not healthy. Turf toe, I think. Yeah, I thought it might have been yeah. turf toe. Oh, looked like he couldn't good. really run too well, but um, let's preview that game after our hockey segment. Two more games of last week. We've got uh, Packers-Rams. My Packers um, just took care of business against the Rams, did what we needed to do. Gary, you said it last week. Good teams win, great teams cover. Packers covered. <laughs> um, yep, and yep. Their defense, it didn't, you know, there's times where they give up yards, but overall the stats look pretty good and the offense is looking great. So um, I was a little bit worried going into this game, but coming out feeling pretty confident that we can put up points against any team. You know, that Rams defense was all I heard all week. Two things, two things. Donald and Ramsey. One, the Ben Don't Break defense is always fully healthy. Let's let's get that straight. Um, The first thing is, Great in the playoffs is a bend don't break defense, which is looking like the Packers have. But two, Tosh, I want to caution you. Okay, last week you're going up a thumbless Jared Goff, and uh, Jared Goff isn't exactly you know stellar to begin with. Um, this week, I don't know if you've heard about this uh, little known fellow, but his name's uh, Tom Brady. I think he has a couple playoff wins. Um, I think he's actually new uh, in Florida. He's a new resident, uh, but I think he lived in the cold before before heading down there and. Uh, I think he has a pretty good record in these conference championship games. So uh, I think it's going to be a little bit more challenging going up against this, this Brady fellow than, uh, than that guy, Jared Goff, that we all know is a fraud. hundred percent. And I have never questioned Tom Brady's abilities. I, even what was that last week or two weeks ago on this pod? I said Tom Brady was the second uh, best quarterback to yeah. have in the playoffs. So I'm not sleeping on Tom Brady. I think he's going to play well. The one thing that I would um, caution people to is that, yes, Tom Brady has played in the cold, but the rest of that Tampa Bay team has not really played in the cold, and they're going to need to have a good team performance to beat this Packers team. I mean, they're going to have to win the turnover battle just like they did against the Saints. Like, that's really what has to happen. You got a weather forecast on that on Lambeau yet? It's it's supposed to be, like, 20 degrees and snowing. So That's beautiful. uh, (laughs) That's going to be incredible. Yeah, a nice a, a nice snowy Lambo field for that game, which uh, we'll we'll get to in a little. But um, how about Saints Bucks? Um, one thing we're not going to do on this pod, boys, we're not going to do the whole ten minute Drew Brees uh, showering of compliments. Like he was fucking horrible in this game, and he's been oh, damn, really dude. bad for a few took, years. And... Oh damn, man! I was going to say, can we rip him instead? <laughs> and you just went ahead and did it <laughs> instead of showering with praise. He's he's um, been this way for like two years. <laughs> yeah, he's been god awful for two years, and no one's wanted. And to he say broke it for like he he broke like all of his ribs, and his shoulder must be screwed up. I mean, 
Yeah. He has no arm strength left. It's it's it was sad. I I, I don't want to um, rip him too too Sh- bad. It was pretty Shay, sad. Guys, Sean Payne overrated. I was having a debate in my house with a, with a friend about Sean Payne, and I was like, if it wasn't for that one onside call that went his way, like he would never be the coach of the Saints this long. Like everyone thinks of him differently. I think that dude is so overrated as a head coach. I, I think, I, uh, yeah, yeah. He's Mike McCarthy with a good PR system. Dude, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know why the media is all, yeah, oh, my God, Sean PR. Payton. <laughs> like, I, yeah, I don't, yeah, I just don't see it. Um, the other argument was that he's good at player development, which, fine, maybe he is, but I don't know, man. He's just not he, getting it done. Uh, I, th- I think he's... Um a players guy or like players like to play for yeah. him and he apparently gets players paid to like if they have some sort of bonus or something like that he'll you know go out of the way to get them that bonus but that doesn't necessarily translate to good roster management or play calls because yeah. what is it Taysom Hill is going to cost like 16 or 18 million yeah, against their stupid. cap um, yeah, or putting but, up he doesn't help putting up points in the playoffs at home. He put up twenty points in the playoffs at home this year against Tampa Bay. They lost last year. What would they put up ten points at home against the Vikings in the first round of the playoffs? Like if you're an offensive you coach, that. you need to do better than that. So yeah. Sean Payton, Drew Brees were out on those guys, and I'm I honestly couldn't give two fucks about what Drew Brees has to say on NBC <laughs> uh, as a broadcaster next year. Yeah, it's gonna be uh, pretty boring. Not a fan of that guy. <laughs> um, it's Jameis's team. Yeah, can we all get behind that? I'm. I would love Dude, the Saints I, so much more if Jameis I was out wanted, there. I wanted them to play Jameis the entire season because even if he throws a million picks, he's still arguably one of the most entertaining quarterbacks in the league. Slings it, <laughs> and he is. He's he's a gunslinger. He's Brett Favre that throws even more interceptions. It's great. Yeah, yeah, I'm all for James Winston. Played dude, that Michael game, Thomas is going to be won, healthy. Think. You think? Wow. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Although Michael Thomas is pretty banged up. I mean, if the reports are out now that he's getting surgery. He's, yeah, he was just out there, I guess, to try and help Breeze. That that's a weird side story. I don't really want to get into that one. Uh, but anyways, as always, you can check out more of the good content at two uh, tvsportscom we have new lineups coming out all the time for this NBA season. It's in full swing. Uh, check out the weekly spotlight dropping Sunday nights, giving you the best 10 games of the week to watch for the upcoming week. The NBA hot take of the week and the Friday stock watch. And Ted, without further ado, man, brought you on the pod, talk some hockey. Uh, we're starting off on a little bit of a sad note, I see, though. Yeah, man, it's, it's, a, it's a personal one. Um, and I think that you're probably pretty aware like you're you've got the lesser knowledge of hockey but i'm sure this guy is someone you looked up to both figuratively and literally because he's a monster human being but zidane ochara is no longer a boston bruin um like absolutely incredible career of 1500 plus games played in his career so far it's not over but it's over as far as his bruins career um, and then another 195 in uh, in the postseason. I mean, he's been playing since before I was born, uh, which is pretty crazy. Uh, Stanley Cup champion, uh, Norris Trophy, which is best defenseman, um, six-time All-Star, uh, 
just like uh, a, a ultimate leader to one, one of those guys that like you never hear a captain. bad word about. True yeah. captain, yeah. yeah. Um, and then just like unbelievably like tough and strong and like resilient. He's forty three years old, and two years ago. In the Stanley Cup Finals, there was that time he broke his jaw, and then two days later played the rest of the series. Um, he had the uh, like for his strength, he had that 108.8 mile per hour slap shot record. And there's a I, you always hear about uh, Bruins training camps where they do a pull up contest, and he is a six foot nine, 250 pound man winning pull-up contests at 43 years old against like these 18 year old kids <laughs> who are like Insane. in incredible shape as well. Um, and shame and like on management fun... for letting him go. Like that's an ex- inex- it, it, it sounds like it was a disagreement between like how much ice time he wanted, what role he wanted and what they were willing to give him. Like they wanted him in a, kind of rotation role and he wanted to you know compete for starting minutes so what team is he on now the washington capitals which it's still not settling in <laughs> like we lost yeah. we lost Sedano and we lost tom brady and you know throw mookie Betts in there too we lost these three incredible yeah. guys in, yeah, in Boston sports has gone through a rough patch we're, uh, <laughs> yeah. we're gonna have to win another title here soon to make us feel better What's- it's up That's to crazy. you, Jason Tatum. Yeah, you guys also lost uh, Gordon Hayward. Um, uh, that's okay. But dude, mm. <laughs> what's what's crazy about uh, the the whole hockey thing is like with the Sharks, like that's the team I follow. Joe Thornton, Patrick Marleau, mm-hmm. those guys. Mm-hmm. Were, it's like these guys are like forty year old, taking forty year olds taking huge beatings, like. Been on the team yeah. for 20 years. Um, Nobody does it better. <laughs> They're uh, yeah, still kicking ass. Un- unbelievable. Yeah. Um, but uh, now that we're past that, uh, love you, Zidano. Let's get on to some regular season playoffs. We have a whole new format this year, which is, I think, pretty interesting. It's going to be really cool. 56-game uh, season. Uh, they realigned all of the divisions to be more uh, regional. Four teams from each of those divisions are going to make it to the playoffs, and then they'll have a standard 16-team uh, playoff. Um, the cool thing with the division realignment is that you only play within your division. So there are teams that are going to be playing each other eight, nine, ten times um, in the in this season. So. There are going to be some real crazy rivalries. Um, okay. Those divisions are the North, which is basically all the Canadian teams, uh, the East, the Central, and the West. Um, I would I would definitely look out for in the Northern Division, um, the Edmonton Oilers and Calgary Flames. They've had quite the rivalry the past couple of years. Uh, very very chippy, a lot of fighting, a lot of. Uh, scrums um and once they get to that like third or fourth game i can imagine things are going to pop off um but i guess for for what i think is going to happen in the north the canadian division uh the maple leafs seem like the best team 
the Canucks are probably going to give them a run for their money, but but then the uh, the Maple Leafs will lose in like the first or second round in the playoffs. Oh, that's they'll, right. they'll lose. <laughs> well, so the first round they would play another team within their division, okay. but the second round when they inevitably go up against the Bruins, they will. Oh, lose we'll kick their ass again. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, we're good. Uh, we're good. Like like always. <laughs> Um, yeah. Speaking of in the the East Division, uh, I think the Bruins are going to take it. There are a couple teams like the Islanders and the uh, um, Capitals that could possibly do it, um, but I think that the Bruins are are going to take that one, even with losing Sedano and uh, Tory Krug. Uh, the Central Division, which is almost kind of like a like South Division, um, I've got the the Lightning there. Um, cup champions they're just they're sick they've got so many good players um and then in the west uh the avalanche they're they're kind of like the western lightning they couldn't quite get it done last year but they've got some incredible players and then it's way too early but for the cup i'd probably say the avalanche i think they just have what it takes to get over the hump even though i'd like the bruins too i don't know if they'll quite get there I actually have a friend who's an Avalanche fan, if you can believe that or not, and uh, he'll be pretty happy. I'll, uh, oh, pass sick. that along. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure he's pretty happy that he has Nathan McKinnon on his team. That guy is so, so good. You're shaking your head. You have no idea right. who I'm talking about. Not a clue. Not a clue. <laughs> you on the pod, you're telling us all this good information, keeping me up to date. How about the uh, Sharks, Ted? How are they? Um... They uh, they're probably There's not you... gonna get there. <laughs> they're, uh, they were they're just the look on his face. Goes, they're bad. They're they're bad. Just bad. Uh, I, was, I was gonna I was gonna say they suck. My roommate is also a Sharks fan. Um, but they they uh are not. They're not very good. Their goalie situation is Martin pretty Jones, poor. Uh, Mar- Martin Jones not is not good. Um, he had that one playoff run where he was like incredible yeah. and then since then he's just been total swiss cheese like not nothing yeah. but well we still got <laughs> logan some draft capital brent yes burns. logan couture is awesome brent burns is awesome it's tough that you have so much money tied up with burns and and carlson but um i look at it as a as a rebuild yep well, we've got, a, we've got some Sharks fans who are listening to this pod. I know I know some of the cool, cool. Bay Area people are out here. Um, anything else, hockey-wise? Um, I think. It's going to be a hell of a chippy no, season. I think we're, yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's, it's going be, gonna to be an interesting one. They're going to go back to the old way after this, I guess. But um, for, for this season going to be a lot of a lot of interesting things a lot of back-to-backs against the same team um like i said playing the same team several times a season which is rarely ever happened before unless you play them in the postseason as well but yeah it's going to get feisty it's going to be fun sounds good and, and we'll keep having you on for carnage with carney throughout the hockey season um cool before we get started here with our uh, NFL conference finals previews, and I don't know if we're doing picks or what's going on with that now that there's only two games, <laughs> but um, hit that subscribe button and you'll get this pod in your feed and you don't have to remember to search it every week. Um, you'll also give us a rating 
trying to get some ratings. Let us know what you think. Let us know what you want us to talk about. Um, we're always open to talking about what you guys want to hear about, so let us know. Check out the Knicks Picks pod starring my buddy Nick Robin talking basketball and pop culture. Um, he, he, he's in tune with pop culture, unlike anyone else with the 2TV Sports uh, brand. And uh, I actually just went on to his pod and talked about uh, the HBO Tiger documentary. So that'll be coming out soon. Check that out. Uh, now let's talk NFL. We've got Bucks at Packers, the first game on Sunday, conference championship day. What a day. Two great games. The four best quarterbacks going in the NFL right now, in my opinion. Uh, Bucks at Packers. Packers are minus three over under 51. Uh, Jerry, how do you break down this game? Uh, first, I just want to say, go watch that Tiger doc. I'm very close to being done with the, uh, the second this episode. We had to get this pod in. Oh, my God. God, dude, it takes you just like from the time right. he was like pretty, two years old in the basement. That's, that's all, all. All you had to say. All you had to say yeah. was that. Oh I mean, my God! <laughs> wow, it's just like it's even if you're not a big golf fan, it's golf nirvana, and it's just it's a guy that's so interesting. It's the rise, the fall, and the rise again. Um, but now that now that that's out of my system, and the, I can talk about the rise and fall and rise again of Tom Brady since he left the Pats, which was I guess there is more one goat to another. <laughs> Yeah, one exactly. One go to another. Yeah, Bucks Packers. Tosh, you're saying it might be 20 degrees, a little weather. It's perfect though. That I wouldn't want it any other way up in Lambeau. Uh, the over under at 51 seems high to me. That's the first thing that jumps off the bat. Um, the Packers, I think, are a little bit better of a team, a little bit more well rounded, and their offense definitely seems to be humming and buzzing. Shout out Drew, a little bit uh, better than the Bucks, but. Uh, Dude, people have lost a lot of money going against Tom Brady in the postseason. And I know he's on the road. I know the Packers have home field advantage. Uh, but you're telling me Tom Brady with Antonio Brown, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, his boy Rob Gronkowski, the resurgence of Leonard Fournette isn't going to keep this game right. within three points? I don't know, man. I don't know. What do you think, Ted? You, you you forgot Scotty Miller, his yeah. his uh, necessary white slot guy. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, of course. But no, I I think that this is going to be an incredible game. Um, the definitely the one I'm looking more forward to. Um, even though, oh, man, they're actually both so good. But uh, I I do disagree with you with the the over under. I think that this is. Like, even though there's weather, I feel like this is going to be a shootout. I think it has that written all over that it. That would like, be awesome. <laughs> Rodgers has been playing out of his mind, of course. Um, but, like, the Bucks just have that potential for explosiveness that I feel like not many offenses we've seen lately, besides, like, the Chiefs have. Um, all those playmakers. Um, it will be interesting to see if guys other than like Brady and Gronk can figure out the cold, because I'm sure not a lot of them have had that experience. I mean, I Antonio Brown was in Pittsburgh. And, uh, Pittsburgh yeah. 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 That's cold. Is enough. he playing though? Cause he, I mean, he went out last game with that knee injury. I um, didn't see I anything that was anything. keeping him out. Yeah. We'll see what the injury reports say, but I, Ted, I could not agree with you more about this over-under. I mean, I saw this over-under, and I was like, what the hell? How is this only 51? 
I mean, last time they played, Tampa Bay put up 38 on the Packers. Uh, you'd have yeah, to think but like the Bucks be a sometimes don't. Game. But the Bucks sometimes don't put up points. Like, look at the Washington football game they just played like two weeks ago. I mean, I guess they, they do. They, they put up 28. Up. If they they put up 28 points in this game, it's going over. Oh, for Thank sure, you. for sure. If they put up 28, but can they put up 28 on the road in Lambeau? And then furthermore, like That's a can good that point. Packers offense also put up 28? Like to, I, it's up there for for a conference championship game. It's not like the Niners last year where they're just going to run the ball down their throats like the entire game and run up the score that way. Uh, but even then, it was incredibly one-sided. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I just, I, I, it I seems high. Like Br- I always feel like Brady in conference championships games makes a high-scoring game, too. Like, think about, was it two years ago, the Chiefs and Patriots in Arrowhead? Yeah, 31. In- incredible 31 game. Absolutely time, incredible 20, yeah. game. Yeah. But... Yeah, that that was like a super high scoring game. Shout out Chris Jones for being offside. <laughs> D Ford. Oh, it was yeah, D Ford? Oh, okay, yeah, D Ford. Yeah. My bad. My bad. Dude, but as busy watching fan, uh, Rex Burke had tiptoe in the end zone. <laughs> <laughs> as, as a Packer fan, I'm, I'm kind of honestly worried about this game. I mean, you're going against the best quarterback in the history of football, and that defense looked pretty good against the Saints. And that defense might look a little bit slower, though, on this, uh, you know, Lambo snowy field than in the turf. But um, I mean, this- yeah, one's the goat, but I mean, the other is Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> who's having arguably his best season. Is going to win the MVP. What was it? it's forty-eight touchdowns, and I think it was five or six interceptions. I don't know. Was, he count them I think he has fifty, not six. Counting the playoff game, he's got fifty touchdowns thrown and five interceptions. Plus, he's got yeah. some run, running touchdowns. Weren't, weren't like two or three of his interceptions in that game against the Bucks? Yeah, yeah he threw sure. two against the Bucks. One of them was uh, a really bad call slash like pass interference drop. So, mm. um, but that dude, they dominated that game week. I think it was week six. But it was a little bit fluky. It was, like, super hot down there in Tampa Bay. We lost our left tackle in the middle of the game, like, very early part of the game. Plus, um, we didn't have, like, Lazard. We didn't have uh, some of our guys on defense. Oh, wow. You didn't have Alan Lazard. What a heartbreaking loss. Dude, Lazard is a big guy to have because if you don't – if Devontae is getting covered, like, he's going to be putting in work. Dude, then you can throw it – then you can throw it right to Marquez while the scaling will go right through his hands too. You'll be fine. Exactly. Lazard is is a much better option than scantling, which is why I'm missing him this big. (laughs) But um, I don't know. It's going to be – this is a classic game. Just can't wait to see. It has all so. the makings for the, yeah, the all-time <laughs> classic. But uh, all right, Bills at Chiefs. Chiefs are favored by three in this game, so I guess they think Mahomes is playing. But it, I guess they're kind of. If Mahomes is playing, I think this line would be like four, four and a half, maybe. Um, so I guess they're. And if he's it not, the Bills. If he's not playing, the Bills should be favored then. Right. Yeah, which so is why I potentially you I could put not, money on the Bills and just hope Mahomes doesn't play. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Hot take, even if he is playing and he's not a hundred percent, Bills might still or it's it's a close one. It's it's a close one. Yeah, for all those who are saying I, that Chad Henney can run the offense like just as well, um, he can't. 
stop, Wait, stop no, that. There are not there are not people that are yeah. saying that. No, who, there's who some people that are saying to? who's smoking crack that you're talking to. <laughs> there's uh there's some people I, in the I, woodworks. So, I think I think obviously Henny can't run it the same way, but I mean if you've got Hill and Kelsey, Henny can make a few plays. I'm not saying he, he's going to beat Buffalo, and I, I'm on the side as same as you, Ted. I think Buffalo has been playing better football this basically this entire season, um, and I have no reason to believe that this game isn't going to be you know a one score game, and that if things break right, especially if Mahomes isn't playing 100. percent like the bills can win this game. Uh, the bills, I, I, I kind of want to take the bills as an upset this week. I mean, the bills are better uh, I, than the I Browns like the and the Browns played them close. So yeah, I mean, even I, as the Josh Allen hater, Patrick Mahomes lover, I'm leaning bills on this one. Even, even kind of if Patty Mahomes was playing, I don't know if he's fully healthy, but I, I mean, the fact that the chiefs are favored and everything you just laid out, like the Bills are playing that much better, and they have been playing better all season. And when they win, they blow teams out. It's not like they're playing them close like the Chiefs do. Um, so I think that bodes well for for the Bills too. I wanna. I, I think it'll come down to Stephon Diggs and whether he's getting covered or not. Because if Josh Allen can just unleash a couple bombs to him, it's it, it could be blown wide open. Oh yeah, I forgot to mention that. Um, Stephon Diggs all. All praise to him. Like that man deserves all the compliments he's getting. Um, all the reason for Josh. Not okay. Let me rephrase. Not all the reason for Josh Allen's success is Stephon Diggs, but uh, no Diggs on that offense. Um, Josh Allen isn't like a quarter of the quarterback he is with Stephon Diggs. So if Diggs goes out, gets Dude, hurt anything, like uh, live at the Chiefs argument, account. You can make that argument with like any quarterback. It's like you give them the right weapon and they are just unleashed. You know, like if you kept Brady on the Patriots this year, I don't think that they would have been that much better. But you put a very solid team around him, a team that elevates him and he elevates as well, because it's for the most part. What about how Baker got better when he loses Odell? Like some of it goes the opposite way. How does that work? Uh, Odell might not be a great teammate. And I think that he didn't fit Baker's play style. Whereas Stefan Diggs is a guy who can catch any ball anywhere. And Josh Allen can throw the Josh ball. Josh Allen anytime, throws it anywhere. everywhere. He throws it yeah. everywhere. Not on purpose, by the way, he's just slinging it and happens to go wherever it goes. And Stefan makes like, these circus catches. If, <laughs> if, if, uh, if Josh Allen is like on his own 30 yard line, it can go anywhere on the field, including the end zone. Like that's just ridiculous. Yeah, he's got a cannon of an arm, and that's why he consistently overthrows guys. Because <laughs> he's not that I good. I think it was also that win last week. The, though, the, yeah, the win could get behind it. No, no, no. But I'm talking about like throughout his career too. Like even as a rookie, he had a strong arm. Like him coming out of Wyoming, he's a strong arm guy. Um, I'm just hitting on him because like he uses that strong arm just not well. <laughs> he throws deep, but 20 yards over dude's head sometimes. Like this isn't the first time we've seen this. He, he does it way better than he did last year and two years ago, yep, though. He's absolutely, showing a lot absolutely. of improvement. Because he has Stephon Definitely. Diggs. <laughs> and yep, dude, and that was just, not too bad. He's good. And I think Gabriel Davis has his moments, too. I mean, that dude gets open. He doesn't catch every ball. but um, mm-hmm. So, are we, Jerry, what do you want to do with the pits um, right now? As the season, I want So, before, I, before we say we... we, we we would do the picks. I want to not do the picks and just say like who we like in this game. So I can go out riding in the sunset. I hit my lock last week, the upset last week. 
We're up so, on the money. This is just like a like a like an extra like dessert little kind of kind of a little thing. dessert like, pick. Yeah, so a little dessert up, pick that doesn't count on the record. The season. <laughs> we finished in the green. Um, we're up sixty eight dollars if you bet a hundred on each bet. So we'll we'll take that money. Sixty eight bucks. That's a nice uh, dinner for me and Jerry. Nice night out <laughs> once COVID ends. And uh, we'll we'll take those winnings and we'll sit on those this week. Uh, not going to spend it, but uh, Jerry's on a what seven game streak on his lock. Yeah, I told of the you week. seven game lock of the week. <laughs> and, and I'm and, and I fit about fifty percent of my behind, my upsets. That's a good. Point. <laughs> that's that's how you that's become what, a degenerate right there. Yeah, it's what the dessert <laughs> picks are. Sometimes you got to cash run. out. You got to cash out the table when you're hot. Not you know, not let all the chips ride and come up empty. Um, here's what I'm thinking though: if I if I was gonna bet this weekend, um, the first game Bucks Packers, I would think I would sprinkle a little bit on the Packers, and here's why. Um, obviously, I'm gonna be rooting for the Bucks. Big Brady guy. Uh, I don't hate the Packers. No. Yeah, exactly. Um, so here's my logic on this one: if I put money on the Packers and the Packers win, I'm happy. If the Packers get upset and the Bucks win, I'm also happy, even though I lost a little bit of money. It's a win-win for me. Uh, I like it that way. Um, it's kind of the opposite, but similar on the Bills-Chiefs, where I'll probably sprinkle a little bit on the Bills because of all the reasons we just talked about. They're underdogs. The payout's good. They're playing better. Possibly no Mahomes or an injured Mahomes. But if they lose and I get to come on the pod, rip Josh Allen and proclaim my love for Mahomes once again. Uh, so I would be leaning like a Packers-Bills kind of weekend if I, was, if I was into that sort of thing. <laughs> the the bet I like the most this week is the over in that Tampa Bay Green Bay game. I think everyone's thinking, uh, you know, it's going to be snowy. There's not going to be that many points scored, and I don't think a 51 point total is that high for two of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. So, kind of like that and electric um, offenses. Exactly. I mean, you've got the Packers are the best offense in the NFL stats wise, and they just played the best defense and put up 32. They would have put up 34 if their kicker didn't miss an extra point um in terms of the upset i you know i could really see either team i could see any combination of super bowls i could see the bills winning i could see tampa bay winning but the chiefs haven't covered um a spread since they played the jets in week eight so that's a pretty large sample size of not covering spreads before you give yours when you say all the four outcomes Dude, if it's Brady versus the Bills, you're telling me Brady's not going to shred that Bills defense just like oh, always? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude, dude, it's going to be Brady owning Buffalo like always. <laughs> if Brady wins this game, he's going to win the Super Bowl. I think the winner of the NFC wins the Super Bowl. Um, I kind of like that. So, uh, Although, yeah, so I we'll guess... see. We'll see. Mahomes is healthy. I don't know, man. The Chiefs. <laughs> they could go back-to-back. First thing to do is since our pads. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's hard betting against Mahomes, but like I said, since week eight, they haven't covered the spread. If they don't cover this three-point spread, they're probably going to lose, um, which just makes me inclined to take the Bills as my upset if I were to do that. Yeah. But uh, so we're, what, we're, what have we're the not... spreads been? Have they been like crazy high spreads? Because if they're like so 10, last week, 10 point spreads every every right, week, well, then... here, let me give you their. They beat the Browns by five. They lost to the Chargers when no one played. They beat Atlanta by three. They beat the Saints by three. Uh, they beat Miami by six. They beat Denver by eight. They beat Tampa by three. They beat the Raiders by four. And they beat Carolina by two. 
So all very That's not close a phenomenal games. stretch. Yeah. No. Um, yeah. So I think they're not playing great football, and I've been saying that this basically this whole season. Um, and now's the time for the Bills to prove me right, Josh Allen. I'm getting behind you, buddy. I've been backing you up all season. Been fighting for you on this pod, and it's time that you show up, put up forty points in Arrowhead, throw it to Stephon Diggs, and uh, and make me prove me right. So well, I'll, he's gotta I'll be say throwing Bills it to win Stephon Diggs because that's about all he does is throw to Stephon Diggs. That's all he can do. And and truck people because he's like two hundred fifty yeah. pounds. Yeah, that was dope. He's awesome. That was that was an awesome play. I'll give him that. He he's he's like he's kind of like Cam Newton. In, in that respect, he get like similar body style. I'll give it, I'll give Josh Allen this. He can throw better than camp. <laughs> you know, he can, I'll, I will yeah. say that it's not, it's not a, you know, that hot of a scorcher, but also hopefully the path yeah. move on from cam, but that's for a whole nother pod. <laughs> and that's hopefully, for the NFL season pod. Hopefully uh, Josh McDaniels moves on from the Pats and goes to the Eagles. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Pats no, we're out. Oh, Tosh. Yeah. We're out on his head now. <laughs> yeah. We're out on McDaniels. I've been for his head since last year. I finally gotten yeah. Jared on my side. Yeah. He was way ahead of the curve on the fire McDaniels thing. Third and that seven, run up the middle with Rex Burkhead. That's that's it. Third and seven, <laughs> run up the middle with Rex Burkhead. Also get rid of Rex Burkhead. That's yeah. <laughs> one one that's last thing. Thing. one last thing about the Pats in this whole situation is dude, Tom Brady, the, I just want to give him a little bit of credit. That Bucks team was going absolutely nowhere before he joined them. That team was destined for an 8-8 eight eight season, and he's Every got year. them in the conference yeah. championship mm-hmm. game. So yeah. That I guy's think the was, greatest football player Lewis of all Riddick time. Was it Lewis Riddick that said uh, he's like the greatest organization of all time rather than <laughs> just the player, like wherever he goes, he's, they win? Literally, he's the greatest of all time. It, he's just insane, and you guys were lucky to have him, and I'm yeah. kind of glad that you guys got rid of him, except now we have to play him. So, <laughs> I, I um, saw an interesting thing that was like, Bill Belichick and Brady is better than anything else, but... Brady with someone else is better than Belichick with someone else. Uh, maybe, I agree. but I, I, cap, I don't know if I cap, quite we were agree also with very, it, but... very, very salary cap hamstrung this year. I want to see what mm-hmm. Belichick actually does with the full offseason and when our half yeah, our defense I, I doesn't agree. opt out. I think it's really unfair to just be like, oh, Brady's ahead in the Brady. No, no. After, after one season with a pretty yeah. trash Patriots roster, it is hard to say. But yeah. it's, it's, Food for thought. It's a player. It's it's a player's game. At the end, it's not the coaches who are on the field. It's the players. And at the end of the day, if you've got Tosh, really good players, if you do the like, little things right every time, time after time, <laughs> that is, it that adds is up. true. <laughs> a wise man true. once said that. <laughs> that was myself who said that, and I, I still believe that. But like Belichick, um, like you have to have a good quarterback if you're going to win. At least a competent quarterback if you're going to win the NFL. But. Um, more on the NFL offseason after the Super Bowl. We've got some good stuff coming down the pipeline. We've got some NFL awards uh, that me and Jerry are going to work on. So stay tuned for that. Um, those will be fun. And then, uh, of course, we'll get Ted back on to talk some hockey. And uh, anything anything else, Ted? You want to drop some knowledge as you uh, sign off on this pod? No, just... Uh... Yeah, stay stay tuned with the NHL. Going to be a, an interesting one. I'll uh, try to keep you guys updated with some some fun games, good matchups.
Yeah, thanks for coming Sounds on, good. man. And uh, everyone else listening, go watch that Tiger doc. Worth your time. <laughs>